Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. This is a CC Radio podcast. It was just the most massive thing I've ever seen. I, to tell you the honest truth, I thought, well, we're the only ones left on this planet. Something's happened. We've missed something here. The fear that went in me when I seen it was just, um, like the feeling, I'd say it was fear, but I've never felt that feeling before in my entire life. It's a weird feeling, like you can't explain it when you don't know. You feel like you're being followed, but you don't know what it is. We had two to our right, another one in front of us, another one to the left, and another one just across the road, shaking the daylight down the tree. All we get is a big red eye. I remember waking up and looking at the end of the bed, and there was a figure there, almost insect-like, and then I blacked out. Welcome to the show, everyone. You are listening to Believe, Paranormal and UFO Radio. My name is Cade Moyer, and thanks for tuning in. If you've had an encounter, get in touch with me. My email address is believe at ccradio.com.au, or you can message me on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash believe UFO Radio. If you enjoy this episode, there are a few things you can do to help the show. Firstly, you can go to iTunes and leave us a five-star rating and review. Or you can share the show around social media with your friends and family, and that would help us grow. Tonight, I'm joined by Trey, and Trey's been having paranormal encounters for the last couple of months. Trey, welcome to the show. Hey, Kate, how are you doing? I'm doing very good, mate. Your encounters are pretty interesting because they are happening to you fairly recently, and Paranormal encounters weren't a common thing for you just until this year. Is that right? So I've had a few minor ones like in the previous, like, uh, like you know, in the past couple of years. But if anything, these are the most current and recent events, that's for sure. So what are these ones that are happening to you now? Because they are, from the email that I, I read, they are quite interesting. Are you able to walk us through what's going on? Absolutely. Okay, so I'll take you back to January when uh, it kind of all kind of started. So what happened was I like I've just recently moved into my new house um, and I currently live alone. So I was going to bed on some nights, you know, uh, quite late, I must say. Um, and during the night, like, I've, I mean, I'm a hugely spiritual person and everything like that. I'm a huge believer in the terms of like our astral projection and all of that stuff. So what I found was happening was I fell asleep one night. And it started off very, how do you say it? It's like, it started off kind of blurry. And then as it got stronger and stronger, it kind of was uh, getting like more prominent kind of thing. Um, so I would fall asleep and I would, it would probably be like midnight or something. Like I'm not too sure. And then I would kind of like wake up, like, a, like almost as if I was awake, I would just kind of be laying in my bed. And then I rolled towards my wall, which is, uh, cause my room is quite like large and spacious kind of thing. Um, and 
how it would look at first was like almost like a figurish was like on the wall if that makes sense um but how it kind of was coming to was that it kind of started off so minimal that I totally brushed it off for the first few times and I didn't even acknowledge it um when it was initially happening I was kind of like oh I don't know what that was kind of thing and just went back to bed um so then over like it wouldn't happen frequently as as much as it turned into if that makes sense as well so when it started it was like just once a week I would see like a blur on the wall and I was like okay yep cool there's a blur on the wall whatever and then it kind of got more prominent uh, about like a few weeks in when I kind of rolled over and noticed that the figure was more apparent and it was like a woman and I was like oh my gosh like it's kind of hard to explain because when I'm in this like uh like I don't know if I was awake or if it's in an astral projection state if that makes sense but it's like you're laying on your back and you roll over you're fully consciously aware of everything in your room like everything the lights you know it's like just feels like as if you're awake kind of thing but then emotionally you're not scared emotionally you're not feeling anything so as i was looking at the wall it was so confusing to me but it like in my head at the time it made sense and it was like when i woke up i kind of was would, would look at back would look back sorry at the memory and be like i remember specifically someone standing next to me um but it just doesn't make sense how someone could have been physically or you know been standing there if it's against a wall kind of thing um, and then a few weeks again down the track, I noticed that the position had changed. And from what I was first seeing was like a figure from a distance was a woman getting closer and closer. And as she got closer, she eventually kneeled down. And that was one specific night that kind of give, gave me a little fright, a little fright, because I was laying on my back and I turned and faced the wall and noticed that there was someone kneeling next to me, except the wall this time was like, kind of like it's almost as if the wall wasn't there if that makes sense it's very uh very weird <laughs> that, um that is quite interesting because it almost sounds like you are potentially looking into another realm it kind of did feel like that but it was more so the realm itself like that i was looking at it didn't have anything going on around it or anything it was just like as if the wall was completely black and I could reach out and put my hand however far. It felt almost as if I could walk through it. But my the wall was like um like almost as if the wall wasn't there, which just confuses me like in like majorly cuz I'm like a Virgo. I like to be a logical thinker, you know. So as I'm like checking it out, I'm like, okay. You know, like do I reach my hand out? What do I do? And that was kind of happening with uh this woman that was just kneeling beside me. Um, and what she looked like as well, like it was hard, to, it's hard to describe what she looked like because her facial appearance didn't have a facial appearance, if that makes sense. So it was a figure of a woman and then she had a veil over her face and in her hair, I could just note some like flowers, like some flowers. And then the dress that she was wearing as well was all in white and it was definitely long sleeve. And she just would rest her hands on her knee, like, like as if she was like just kneeling beside me, kind of watching over me kind of thing. And she was very petite as well, very small. Like she didn't strike me as someone that was like, you know, um, like a taller woman or anything like that. Like even when she was standing and I was seeing her at first, like her outline and whatnot, like she was very short, probably around about like four or five, like probably came, like, I mean, I'm 5'10", so... She probably would come to my shoulder, if anything. 
Um, and yeah, so as she was like kneeling and whatnot, I kind of just made out more details the more she showed herself. And I was also doing my friend's tarot card readings like around this time as well, which is definitely like a big, big thing. Um, like with me is because I do tarot card readings and whatnot with my friends and all of that stuff. So I find that when I do my tarot card readings, real weird activity always happens. But this was like getting, <laughs> this was, this one is like, you know, takes the cake. This one just was kind of a bit out of this world. It was, yeah, pretty insane. Yeah. It, it's really interesting. Indeed. Indeed. Um, and then, yeah. So as she was like kneeling uh, next to me kind of thing, I, like allowed her to come back and that was a I don't know if that was a good thing or a bad thing on my behalf because I she had you know shown herself so much and I was getting so used to it it wasn't shocking me anymore and then you know uh, going into the second month like I just roll over she'd be sitting there and I'd just like look at her and that's about it like I couldn't put, put my finger on it it's like I didn't have any questions to ask her like I didn't question it and it was just as if, like, I, you know, you wake up from a sleep, you fidget, and you're like, oh, I'm uncomfortable, roll over, oh, there she is. But I just felt so calm in her presence. Like, I didn't feel anything, like, bad or anything like that. So I was like, oh, like, she must be my tarot guard guide or something or, like, a guide watching over me. Um, and I explained it to my friends at first, and they were like, oh, that's uh, very weird. Also, I'm not going to come to your house again because <laughs> they were just freaked out. They were like, nah, like, you know, <laughs> sorry, not coming over. And I was like, no, guys, like, trust me, like, you know, come over. It's fine. It's fine. So everybody, like, like my friends eventually did their rounds and they came over and stuff. But, like, as soon as it hits late at night, they're like, all right, I'm out of here. I see ya. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so that's how it was, like, initially starting. And then there was a distinctive time as well. It was actually in, like, same, same, same situation. I was in my room in my bed. And then I rolled over. And there was a tall figure next to her this time, which I, like, the week before building up to this kind of moment, like, going into this moment, I was like, all right, I've got two two things that are going to make, like, you know, uh, make sense in my head. It's like, am I seeing what I'm seeing or am I insane? <laughs> so the more I would talk about it, the more, like, prominent this was happening in my house and everything. And I, I was like, all right, I can't really tell right now. Like, I, like, am I going insane? Like, is this really happening? And then this was a kind of confirmer that it was happening for real because what happened was uh, there was a real tall figure of a really, really tall, from what I gather, looked like a man, um, from what I'm assuming, um, which I will be able to piece together to a story uh, from the previous, like, you know, from my past, which is actually quite <laughs> eerie. Um, but this male figure well I, I don't even know how to explain it it was almost as if from like the waist down and like from what I could see he had like he was just standing next to her and he had his hand over her shoulder and that was the one specific detail that I could make out on her shoulder was his hand because it was really large and quite long but as I would look up at him it was like from the shoulders up it was just like as if it was waves if that makes sense like it almost as if like it was black a black silhouette but it was just wobbling, if that makes sense. Like it had that swaying motion and it wasn't sitting towards a actual figure of anything, if that makes sense. Yeah, no, I completely understand what you're saying there because it sounds like that was a shadow person. Yeah, well, I thought so, but <laughs> there is, um, yeah, it, it, I, I don't even know how to explain it, but like, I mean, I 
we'll explain later on how this all tied in, which is still kind of mind-blowing. Um, but that was definitely like the um, the confirmation of, wow, like this is actually happening kind of thing. And I'm not going insane. Thank God I'm not going insane, you know. <laughs> um, and then I would like, you know, open up to my friends about it. And they were like, okay, like, you know, what have you been doing? And the only thing I could really think of was like, oh, I'm doing my tarot card readings with all my friends lately and stuff. And they were like, oh, okay, maybe it's linked to that because, um, yeah, they're like, like, come on, you know, um, get a bit cluey with it. And they were like, when was the last time this kind of stuff would happen around this kind of situation that you're doing, like your tarot cards and stuff? And I'm like, oh, come to think of it, there has been a few things that have happened around the times that I've done it. And then I was like, oh, okay, so this is why it's happening. So I was a bit more understanding than going into from there onwards. Um, so what happened was after this one encounter with the guy standing there, uh, he didn't show up again. And that was the real weird thing because it was like... He was there, and then the next few weeks over that it was happening, he wasn't there. Um, and this comes to towards the, I would say, the end of February that this final thing kind of happened, and it was just what tipped me over the edge. <laughs> um, so what happened was I was, again, asleep. Um, she had visited a few times in the week, and again, like, she just sits there, she just watches over me, and she's calm, and that's all. It's like... She doesn't move. She doesn't point to anything. She doesn't give me direction. She just sits and watches. And when she's looking at me, the veil is moving back and forth. So I can see she's got a breath, but I can't make out her facial appearance whatsoever, um, which was the real odd thing. Um, but what happened was towards the end of February uh, was I was heading to bed and I stayed up late that night. It was about 1 p.m. on the dot. And I was like, okay, I'm tired. I'm going to go to bed. Like, it's been a pretty long day. I am pretty sure I did one of my photo shoots that day and whatnot. Um, and I just remember laying down. And it. this is where it gets really weird when it, it ties in with the astral thing. And it was because it was so seamless as well. Like, when I was asleep or awake or whatever state I was in, it literally felt like I was awake the entire time. So I didn't ever feel like I actually drifted off and fell asleep, which was the really weird part about it. Um, I then sat up in my bed and like, all right, you know, going to bed, turned everything off. I crawled into bed, got comfy. And then I was just fidgeting for like a good about 20 minutes. So probably when this started was more towards like about like I'd say 20 minutes past, maybe 1 one p.m. or 1 a.m., I'd say, because I am very, like, I have struggles sleeping in general. <laughs> I take a while to fall asleep. Um, and what happened was I just remember facing the wall, and I was like, okay, she's not here tonight. That's weird. And then I kind of, like, was blinking, and I was like, all right, I'm kind of fading out a bit. But then I felt like I sat up again. And as I sat up, I was like, oh, my gosh, like I was rubbing my head. Like, you know, my head was like tingling. I felt really funny. Um, and I don't know how long I was out for, but I sat up and I could feel like this overwhelming sensation of pins and needles. And I was like, oh, OK, like, you know, shake it out kind of thing. And I lifted up my right hand and I was going to look at it. And then I noticed which scared me the most was that my hand wasn't physically there. And then I was like, okay, what's going on? This is weird. And I could hear scratching around the room. And I was like, oh, gosh, like, you know, um, actually, sorry, no, 
I heard the scratching first and then I looked at my hand because the scratching is what kind of triggered me to sit up. And I was like, that sounds really odd that I don't know what's going on. I then was hearing like, it just sounded like to me, like almost as if a little bird was running on the ground. You know what I mean? Like it wasn't a loud, prominent noise. It was like a, like a very, very soft, like, like flickering noise. Like, I don't know, like maybe like a bird running on the floor or like a, you know, like a, um, a moth hitting the roof or something like those kind of noises, like very soft and subtle, but still catches your attention. And then that's when I looked at my hand and realized that my hand wasn't physically there. And then I felt this like floating sensation and I was like, Oh, this does not feel good because I'm looking at my legs and my legs uh, felt like they were raising. And that's when I turned and I was watching and looking at myself asleep. (laughs) And I was like, Oh no, like what is going on? Like I was freaking out in the moment because I'm like, okay, I like I've, you know, I've, I haven't astral projected or anything like that in a very, very long time. So I was unaware that I was even in that that state, if you could call it that, you know what I mean? So as it was happening, I felt my body raise and I was just like, oh, like it was a it was an odd feeling, like it just didn't feel right. And then I just remember looking out the window and then the room just lit up white. And that's that was the weird thing that I kind of don't understand what that was about. But all I remember is like my body raising a bit and then I looked out the window and everything just lit up white and then that was it. And then I felt my body hit the bed like I just had like fallen from like at like about three feet of air if tops, you know what I mean? Like a real short distance just like fell like as if my astral state was coming back to like my normal state. And then that's when I like sprung up and I was like, whoa, okay, that was weird. And then I heard the rustling again. And then I looked on my floor <laughs> and this like image haunts me like a lot because like I have a huge phobia of cockroaches. Um, and what I saw was most definitely not a cockroach, but it was like a, it was a cockroach, but it was like a giant one, like probably like the size of my hand on the floor. And as I looked at it, I kind of like, you know, had a panic moment and I turned and unfortunately my body was still laying there and I was still in an astral projective state. So what I was seeing was definitely not like real or, I mean, it could have been real. I think it was real, (laughs) but it was obviously like an astral projective state that I was in, uh, that I wasn't aware again that I was in. So it really, you know, messed me over because I thought I was awake and here is this giant thing on the floor. So then I freaked out and I went to like, you know, just panic mode again. My mind was like, oh my God, something something bad is coming. And I just felt this massive pressure pin my arms like above my head to my bed. And as that happened, I looked in the corner and there was this black ball of like fog. I don't even know how to explain what it looked like, if that makes sense. Like it was the way the smoke, this black smoke was, it was almost like... Um, have you ever seen those videos where it's like they drop the colours into the water and it's like in slow motion? And now a quick word from our sponsor. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow wherever you are. 
Tap the banner to go to monday.com. Also, are you wanting more content? Why not become a Believe Plus member? You'll get access to exclusive podcasts and episodes that aren't available to the public. Not only that, you'll also get our regular feed without any ads. Head to believepod.com forward slash plus to sign up today for just $5 a month. Yeah, and it, and it kind of just like slowly fills yeah. out the area. It, it melts almost, you yeah. know, that kind of thing. Like, and that's what it looked like. It looked like this just black ball, but as it was moving towards me very slowly, it was very low and it was like almost touching my body, just like maybe like a few centimeters above my body. And it was, that's how it was like, you know, radiating. It was like giving off this smoky kind of like, as if it was just dropped in, like one of those colors just dropped into water and it was moving towards me. It was a very weird, weird feeling. And then what happened was like, it stopped as soon as it got to my chest and it started seeping in my mouth and in my nose and I was choking on it. And that's when I was like, okay, something, this is like not good. Like I'm not in the presence of like my, like of the woman that is, that was looking after me, like that was watching over me at night. Like I'm in something else and this is not good. This isn't really not good. Um, and so I didn't know what to do because like I, you know, I'm just like, just happened to have this experience happen to me. And in that situation, when you're in that astral projective state, you, you don't know what you're mentally prepared for and what you're not mentally prepared for. Um, so as it was happening, I was like, <laughs> I don't know if I'm going to come out of this. Like, I don't know what's going to happen. And then that's when it got worse. And what happened was that my door then opened um, and everything in my floor like that, because I, you know, I've just moved in this house. So I do have things on the floor. Like I have my lamp, I have a laptop and whatnot and all my charges and everything. Um, and my camera bag and some shoes. So all of this was like uh getting dragged out the door and it was like rattling and rattling and then it was like almost as if the room itself was like vibrating and I was just like panicking and (laughs) I mean the only thing I could do in this state was scream for my mum which was really embarrassing (laughs) but but like that is legitimately what happened like no no lie like I literally screamed for my mum because I was like that's the only thing I can think of right now so I was just like squealing and as I'm screaming and squealing, like nothing was really coming out my throat. And so I was like, okay, maybe you're having like a sleep paralysis. And I was like, nah, like the thing that is different about this was the tie up of how much I've been doing my readings and how deeply I've been connecting with like these things that were visiting me and whatnot. Um, it just separated the two situations because I've had sleep paralysis before and I know what it's like and everything. So I just, yeah, like I just knew the difference, if that makes sense. Um, yeah, so uh, the creepier bit now, this is the most horrifying bit, um, was as everything was like going out of my room, um, yeah, it just was like coming out and coming out. And that's when I felt something was outside my door and I was like, oh, this is like, I don't know what I'm going to see right now. And I'm like... I just really hope that the woman that was visiting me was like someone that I could trust because of my stupidity and not being as subconsciously aware, allowing her to come back in. I could have let the wrong one in, if that makes sense. Um, and then as what happened, this part gives me chills. <laughs> Sorry, I'm like walking up and down the hallway where in like in the astral projective state, it 
it happened kind of thing. Oh, getting the heebie-jeebies, you know. <laughs> um, so the mattress itself started shaking, and the, the this is what oh this is what cringes me and what irks me the most is because the entity of this dark entity that was taking over my um, astral protective state was uh, definitely aware of how I'm positioned in my room. So in the paralysis state, or whatever you want to call it, the astral projection state is what I call it, uh, as everything came out my hallway, I then, my mattress was... um, shuffling towards the door and that's when I was like trying to scream and kick and I just couldn't like I was like the voices were somewhat coming out but then that's when I was like screaming for my mom and then the weird bit was is that I the way I'm facing so if I lay down my feet are facing towards the door but the way the mattress is I lay in the middle so the mattress would not be able to fit entirely in the middle so as I was shuffling towards the middle, this entity uh, that I, that it was, you know, take, taking over, rotated me so that my head and the whole mattress was facing out of my door. So I went from a, you know, from just like a, I would say, like if my body was a clock, my feet are six, my head is uh, 12, then I rotated from three to nine, if that makes sense. <laughs> So it like flipped me so that my head was the only thing facing out of the doorway. And it came right to the doorway. And then I just took a deep breath because I was like, I I, I just have to ride along with this. This is probably going to be the most traumatizing experience, which it was. (laughs) Um, And as that happened, uh, towards the end of my hallway, there is a laundry room and the toilet. Uh, This really old, old entity walked out and it was the most horrifying experience I've ever had in my life and I hate talking about it right now like it's oh it just overwhelms me um and she walked out from the end of the hallway and she was hunched over I would say she was very small and petite as well which made me think that it was the woman in the veil that was visiting me um and she walked out and I could make every single little detail about her which was the the, mo- the worst bit about it from her nose shape to like how she was hunched over when she walked and just her steps as well like she was very like I-, I would say pushing towards like if she was you know taking form of a human form definitely a really old 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 person like pushing 80s to 90s kind of like style if that makes sense like she just had like wrinkly skin her face our oh, Oh, it gives me the heebie-jeebies. But the thing was is that her skin color was like a dark, ashy gray. So that's when I when I was looking at her, I was like, I can't tell if what I'm looking at is human or not because it's it didn't have like, you know, I've heard that when ghost figures appear and everything, they have like, like just they look normal like a human, I guess. Um, the dead giveaway for this entity was that her eyes were red and they were glowing in through the veil that was over her face. Um and her outfit was the only way I can kind of describe her outfit was the veil that was over her face was in like a beige material and the outfit that she wore or was wearing or was in, it was almost like as if it was like a 1900s nun outfit, uh, the way that it kind of is thickly built and makes them look thick and um, has that like kind of like cinched waist for a belt or, you know, 
and then it kind of draped out a bit. So it was like what she was walking in, even though it was like a bit, it had a bit of a transparent look. Like I could see her feet, I could see her like body and whatnot. It was just like almost as if I was looking at a nun, but except it wasn't black and white. It was like a legitimate like beige old fabric, which creeped me out the most. <laughs> um, she then looked at me and made eye contact with me, and that's when I my heart sunk, and I was like, oh no. <laughs> I was like, God damn it, Trey, like, what have I done? Like, I knew instantly that this is not, like, you know, this is not meant to be in my house. This is something really bad. She then looked at me, grinned, and was slowly walking towards me. And as I blinked, she, like, vanished and then reappeared in my hallway. And then she got closer and closer and closer until her face was practically at my face, almost our noses touching, which was the most horrifying experience. And all I could look into were her eyes that were just so like glowing red and it was just the most uneasy feeling knowing that like all right (laughs) is she gonna possess me is she gonna kill me what does she want with me kind of thing um i then sprung up smashed the light on and actually no sorry i was screaming i screamed one last time that's right and then i felt this way and everything just disappeared and as i sprung up out of my bed because it happened so fast i like hit my lamp My lamp turned on and I crawled into the corner of my bed and I was like hyperventilating because it was so like, like this is when I had really woken up. So I was like, oh my gosh, like I'm awake, I'm awake. Okay, I'm really awake now. But I was just panicking. And then I looked at my time and I had only been asleep for less than an hour. (laughs) Oh, wow. So that is the shocker is like, I I wasn't asleep for a full hour. I, I, you know, uh, so it's like, how could I have had that had happened? Oh, Trey, I don't know what to say. That might be the scariest thing I've ever heard in the astral realm ever. That's incredible. It is, it is very, oh, I'm getting chills right now. I don't know how to I explain it. I was getting like chills it's... the entire time you were telling me, mate. That is incredible stuff. I have, I have so many questions for you. Yes, please, please ask me because it's. I need to like calm down a bit. Like, oh, just like it, just it, the the vivid memory of it is what scares me the most. And how everything happened, it was mm, like <laughs> I need some white sage right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, look, my first question is going to be one that's completely from left field. But you do do you have a like a Russian lineage or anything like that? No, I don't. I'm South African, English, Persian. Um, so that's a that's a mix, but uh, nothing Russian. <laughs> okay, okay. Because the the woman that you were describing that you saw in the uh, the astral realm reminded me of this. It's a, it's a really old folklore, and um, it it's it's this this like kind of haunted lady, and she's called um, Baby Yaga. And Baby, sorry, how do you spell that? I'm actually going to type that in my laptop right now. It, and it's B A B A Y A G A. So uh, Baba Yaga is the is the name, and it's this it's a Russian folklore um, oh, where God. it's like this this incredibly scary oh, looking. Oh, I'm getting chills. I've got the photo up. Yeah, that the nose. That was the one distinctive thing is the shape of her nose was. Oh my god, no! Nah, I can't look at this <laughs> because that is I, yeah, exactly that, what that, I that have in my mind. That literally is the oh, you nailed the description. Like her nose and the matches the shape of the nose, and that's why I thought like maybe she was like Roman or something, or like 
or taking appearance of like you know the 1900s based uh, nuns and whatnot that were back in like uh, you know Rome and Europe and everything because that was exactly what she looked like. Yeah, it's and for those oh listening, I would say maybe pause this, take a minute, and Google what this this thing is because it's it's simply terrifying. And this is what came to my mind when you were you were telling me about this woman because everything that you were saying was almost fitting the bill to to what this thing looks like. It is absolutely terrifying. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's let's go back to the start where you you were seeing this woman um, on the wall. Do you think this woman was? Or it's trustworthy because something you said when you're kind of going through your story there is that you don't know if you did the right thing by letting this this thing into your, I guess, into your house or into your life. Yeah. So the funny thing about this, uh, which this is going to tie into my previous two stories, um, what happened was this happened like a few years ago. Um, and this is what reassured me because I had this memory um, distinctively. So I had a, cl- I was surrounded by, you know, I'm very surrounded by spiritual people. My best friend of 14 years was, um, not 14 years, sorry, 10 years. Um, she is clairvoyant, so she sees things, but she hates that she can see, like, see spirits and a- uh, apparitions and everything like that. She's really switched on with it. Um, I did my tarot card reading for my friend and my, she also joined me on this tarot card reading because for a strange reason, she was able to pick up on my friend who we were reading, um, a lot of different things that like, she felt like voices were telling her. So we were both kind of like giving my friend a joint reading. So what happened was, uh, after that reading had happened, we were driving cause we wanted grilled, <laughs> you know, it's, it was the weekend. We were like, we're hungry. Let's go. We were in the car and along this road that we used to live on, which was in Piara Waters in uh, Perth, it's like, Piara Waters is beautiful, but like from the drive from there to Coburn, it's like all bush, if that makes sense. So it's like, it's like you're literally just in bush and everybody thinks, oh my God, this is where the killer clowns jump out, you know, because <laughs> it's just so dark and there's no street lights. It's just all bush. So we were driving up towards uh, a direction where the traffic lights you could see in a very, very far distance. And as we were driving, she slammed on her brakes and I like I was looking out the window, we were I was singing, I was having a good time in the car, and she just slammed on the brakes and literally I screamed so loud, she screamed so loud, and then she just slowly just kept on driving and I was like, Oh my gosh, what had happened? Like I was asking her nonstop what's going on, what's happened, because I thought she had ran over something or ran over a fox or a rabbit or something and you know, she's a very sensitive person. So I was like, oh no, like she's, she's actually like ran over an animal and she's like really traumatized at the moment. So I was like, it's okay. It's okay. And she just wasn't saying anything. And I just was like, like, you know, tell me something. And then she just kind of snapped out of it. And I was like, are you okay? I was like, do you need to take a moment? Do you need me to like, do we need to pull over kind of thing? And she goes, I don't even know what to say. And I was like, just tell, like, you know, tell me. I was like, you know, did we, did we run over something? Like, I didn't feel anything go under the tire. And she was like, no, no, it wasn't that. And I was like, okay, can you please tell me? She goes, <clears throat> like, literally just looked at me and goes in, like, the, the most stern voice I've ever heard her saying, um, just looks at me and goes, there was a woman in a veil on your side of the car looking out the window with you in the back seat of the car. And my heart just sunk because I was like, oh, Lord. Like, I had known previously that when I do my tarot cards, that's when all of these kind of stuff tends to happen. Um, But it was the fact that my friend saw her before I had seen her. 
Um, and it was this un- overwhelming sensation of, I don't know who this woman in the veil is. And she goes, she was sitting out like in the back seat, but she was looking and she goes, I could distinctively say, like, tell you that it was a woman. And she even described the same color veil. That is what the veil that I saw from this woman. Um, and she was like, she was just there. Like it was like a flash. She was there. And then when I slammed on the brakes and blinked, she was gone. And that's what like caused her to panic. So we were just like very unazed that whole car ride. And we didn't really talk much about it afterwards because I just didn't want to trigger her. And she's really sensitive to this. Um, so that is a memory that I tied to because she appeared on the night I did a tarot card reading. And then only when I started doing my tarot cards this year and considering this, um, car drive, uh, thing happened three years ago, I was able to tie it to that. And I'd be like, okay, I've obviously been doing my cards for a while now that I'm able to tap into things a little bit more. And I believe that the woman in the veil was my guide protector who, only tends to appear when I do my cards and this year is definitely the first year that I've only ever saw her but the fact that my friend saw her back then is a definite confirmation that she's a good one <laughs> I'm starting to now think that the the dark figure that you saw kind of controlling her at that at that one point do you think it might have been this this thing that you saw in the hallway So this is the second bit that ties in that is going to shock you (laughs) because I've I've deciphered it. Like, I I mean, from when I reached out to you, I've had like time to think about it and everything. Okay. This is, this is my first paranormal experience uh, with a entity or or, or not an entity. Well, yes, technically it was an entity, um, but it was a good one. So back when I was nine, uh, 20 years old, I was like really depressed. I had gotten out of a really like uh, abusive relationship and I was feeling lost and whatnot. I went to a Blue Buddha, um, which is, I don't know if you guys have Blue Buddha over East, Um, but Blue Buddha is like a, it's like a spiritual shop, basically. Um, We have one over here and my friend kept bragging me. She's like, Trey, you have to see this woman. I'm not going to say her name just because like, yeah, for disclosure reasons, you know. Um, so she just kept on referring this one woman and I was like, all right, all right, I'll go, I'll go, I'll go, I'll go and see her. She's like, you really need guidance right now. Like you're in a really dark path Like you just really need help. And I was like, all right, all right, I understand. I'll go. And then I went and in this reading, this woman was incredible. She was able to communicate with a, uh, past like family member of ours. I call him family. Like he was my brother's best friend, but he was family. Um, and had a very vivid conversation with him, very distinctive conversation with him. And during this reading, like, I was like, this was where I started tying in with like, oh my gosh, wow, this is where I start to fully believe what spirituality means and what psychics can do and everything. Because it was like, just, yeah, like she was beyond like anything that I could ever imagine. And the information that she gave me was really uh, creepy, but incredible. So there was a bit where she goes, there's a really tall, dark man right behind you. And I was like, and I looked behind me and there was nothing. Of course. I looked back at her and she goes, excuse me, not a man, an entity. And I was like, uh, I was like, why did you like kind of change your opinion on him? Like, what do you mean? Like you just said he was a man. She goes, no, 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 no. It's, and she was looking at him and talking to him behind me. And it was the weirdest thing. And she goes, no, it's an entity. He has never been before. He has never been a human. He has never died. He has never lived. He is just a really tall, dark, 
silhouette that takes figure of a man. <clears throat> and that is all I can say to you is that he's tall and he takes a, yeah, he just takes a figure of a man. And I looked one more time behind me and I looked at her and then I felt two large hands go on my shoulders, like pressure, like as if a man just had grabbed me and clenched my shoulders on both sides and then slowly slid his hands to the middle of the center of my chest and just stopped. And my eyes were like wide open and I just looked at her and I said, he's touching me, isn't he? And she just lost it laughing and she was like, yeah, yeah, he's touching you. Don't worry. He's not going to hurt you. And I just took this deep breath and I just started getting really overwhelmed and I started crying because it was like, I don't know how to explain that, you know? That's incredible, so, Trey. Uh, you yeah. must be like, you must be very, very in tune with with your 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 ability to see these things or to interact with these things because to have those types of encounters and have them so so vividly and mm. so powerfully that's amazing. It's 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 a very uh it's yeah it's a very unusual subject like it for me because like I I'm been told by a few readers and whatnot that i am disconnected but they i've met a few really really distinctive and really incredible psychics that have told me that you do have a gift but your gift isn't very like like ours you're not like a clairvoyant you don't see the dead you don't talk to the dead you just connect with them on a very uh deeper level but you are so disconnected and so caught up about your your issues that you're not going on the path of like tapping into it more until like they both kind of suggested like uh two different psychics said like just give it time and just let it manifest and don't be afraid and that's all they said and you know so when i had that experience with the man on the shoulder that's when i knew what i was looking at was actually my my life guide which was what she uh the lady in the psychic reading told me he was the life guide like who was telling me every uh telling her everything about me so when i had seen this man on her shoulder he was taking the exact same position that he had his hands on her shoulder, the exact same way that it, he touched my shoulders. So when I saw him and rolled over and looked at him, it didn't dawn on me until like later on when I kept on thinking, who could he have been? Who could he have been? And I just realized, oh my gosh, he's my guide. Like he, is, he was standing there distinctively with his hands on her shoulder the exact same way it happened to me in the reading and that's when I knew I was like these two are good like I have to keep them but the like you mentioned before if that was the Baba Yaga that visited me I don't know what I did to like bring that upon me but I hopefully and surely will never bring that on me again because that was heavy (laughs) (laughs) well the the thing that I've learned with this podcast is when you open the door to this type of stuff there's there's no filter so it's Absolutely. kind of all or nothing, and it sounds like you know you've had a fairly good run with um, positive outcomes when it comes to this. But uh, yeah, it seems like the the time has come for all the I guess one bad thing to slip through. And I tell you what, that sounds yeah. like a bloody scary thing to slip through. Indeed, indeed. Like it's when it happens, it's very overwhelming and it horrifies me a bit because of of course I live alone. So my mentality is like, yes, I live alone, but don't don't make me afraid of my own home. Like, this is my sanctuary. This is where I live. This is where I come home and I sleep at night. You know what I mean? Like, this is my mine. So when this entity was coming in and visiting, I was like, all right, all right, all right. Like, you know, I'll allow it. And then when 
I realised they were good, and then when this evil one came in, that's when it crossed the line, and I was like, no. Like, you, I'm sorry, but I can't let a dark entity in my house because I do not want to come home and be afraid. <laughs> and that's absolutely fair. And I, I believe that if you be very proactive about it, you'll be able to control that situation a lot better than just trying to let it kind of play out the way that they want it to play out. Yeah, for sure. And as well, like, uh, it's it's in our family, like, it's in our genes. So, like, I guess for me to learn what my, like, what I can tune into is still a journey. But for, like, my mum, for example, she can talk to past ones and she only sees past ones, if that makes sense. Um, she would, like, wake up and then, like, you know, my granddad would be at the end of the bed and she'd have a full conversation with him kind of thing. Um, so my mum is very in tune with talking to people that have passed but for me i don't see and hear that i can only tap into the astral state of it which is completely not the same as what mum can do so it's really odd like so when we're trying when i try to talk to her she's like i literally can't even tell you anything because this is not what i like what happens to me kind of thing i can't relate to you so i'm sorry you're on your own (laughs) (laughs) Well, it sounds like you come from a very, very uh, talented family there, Trey. And it's been a pleasure having you on the show, mate, because I tell you what, we have never, ever had anyone come on the show and tell a story like yours, let alone be attacked in the astral plane. That's incredible. It is literally uh, the only way I can put it. It's like it what you see on some movies sometimes like it's it's heavier than that. Like, you know what I mean? It's um like you kind of can try and pinpoint, oh, it was just a nightmare. Oh, it was just this. But like, no, like there is something beyond that is like that we can't explain. And only some people can tap into it. It's not for everyone. But when the people that do tap into it, like they just got to be prepared because there is no lie when, you know, when they don't discriminate, (laughs) they don't discriminate. They will come for you if you are not doing it correctly. So for me, I need to learn how to harness and tone down the evil things that, you know, try to come in and only allow myself to see the good. So that's a huge life uh, lesson that is going to be with me until I die. (laughs) And that's going to do it for tonight. And remember, if you have had an encounter, get in touch with me. My email address is believe at ccradio.com.au or you can message me on Facebook and that's facebook.com forward slash believe UFO radio. Until next time, stay safe and you've been listening to Believe Australian Paranormal and UFO Radio. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.